Let me take this opportunity, first of all, to thank Apostle Thea and Dr. Bev. Um, they should actually be here today to do this. But be- This teaching is brought to you by Christian Family Church International. Because of COVID, we can't, and I just want to thank them for the honor and the privilege to do so. Let's open up in prayer. Father, I come before you in Jesus' name. I make it known that I do not trust nor depend on my own limited human abilities, but I'm trusting in you, Spirit of God. Preach through me, teach through me to your people, and let them leave here, Father, enriched with the word in Jesus' name. And all those who agree say, praise the Lord. All right, praise the Lord. Well, today, the title of my message is Legacy, and I want to talk to you about how can I live a legacy life? How can I live a legacy life? Or better so, I'm going to teach you today how you can live a legacy life. Amen? So the first thing that I want to talk about this morning is that legacy is what people remember when we're gone. Isn't that just amazing? It's what people remember when we're gone. It's normally when people die. You have then everybody remembers what they did. Remember Joe did this and he did that and Tabu did this and Mary did this. And, and, and people remember when you're gone. Now in Psalm 112, the Bible says that those who are righteous, righteous will be remembered forever. Now, let me take a moment here and just talk about a couple of people that will be remembered, I believe, forever. And, and, and I think of immediately of the person by the name of Reinhard Bonnke. How many of you know who he is? All right. If you don't know him, go and check him out. Now, Reinhard Bonnke is a German-born person, and he came predominantly to Africa to evangelize the continent and to preach the gospel. And it is said that he preached to more than 77 million people over his lifetime. Some of his crusades would be a million people in one meeting. And it is also reported that more than half of the people in those meetings would give their lives to Jesus. People will remember that legacy. Amen? Can you imagine a million people and 500,000 people (laughs) giving their hearts to the Lord? He will be remembered. During this time now of of COVID, I think COVID has made us to take stock of our lives. And I think um, many people have thought, what is my legacy? If if things change and things have changed and there's a new normal in town, uh, how do I... How do I adapt? But more so, what will I be remembered for? What will you be remembered for? Look what it says here in Psalm 112 and verse 5 and says, Good will come to those who are generous and lend freely, who conduct their affairs with justice. I just love that. Good will come to those who are generous. Look at, uh, this is important, I think. The first one is what people will think of you. The second one is, what God remembers when you're gone. What will God remember about your life, your legacy life on the earth when you are gone? I mean, look at the Apostle Paul. He is still spoken of today, 2,000 years later. I'm sure in heaven that God remembers who Paul is. Will God remember when you are gone? It all depends on what we've got to do. So look what it says in Hebrews. It says, God is not unjust. He will not forget your works. I want you to know that, family. When you do works on this earth, you don't get your reward according to that, but he will not forget your works. 
and he loves and the love that you have shown him and his people. That's what God will do for you or what God will remember. Isn't that an amazing scripture? Look what it says here. It goes on to say, what we do for ourselves usually dies with us. If you just do stuff for yourself, I bought it like a Ferrari, I bought it like a house, I bought my wife a like a ring, I bought this, I bought this, me, me, five pairs of shoes, 20 pairs of Some, Nowadays, the men are outdoing the women with the shoes, I think. Huh? How many of you men? Anybody out there? No? Okay, all right. So the point is, is that would you be remembered for the things that you do? Are you doing it for yourself? Or are you doing it for something else? Now look what it says here. What we do for others lives beyond us. What we do for others lives beyond us. And I love this time of the year. We're in that generosity season. And I see people are, are, are just doing things for others. Like last year, we had that uh, double the bull challenge. And then that was before COVID. Now we're sitting in COVID and many people are affected by COVID. But I still continue to see the generosity of people to bless people where they're at. What we do for others lives beyond us. I want you to know, family, that this church is not for you. This church is for those that are far away from the Lord. For those that are not saved yet. You are saved. You, you're on the in. You're on the know. You know what's going to happen. Amen. You can build a legacy. But we've got to continue, continually bring in people more and more into the church. So we don't just live for ourselves. This is my seat. Is the temperature okay? It's not raining today. I mean, it's raining outside and nobody's sitting outside. No, it's because we close it down because we realize, you know, you guys sitting there dripping full of water is not going to work. So we open up another venue for you. Amen. Are you guys out there? I'm just checking. All right. Okay. So the church primarily exists for the unsaved. That's the reason why we're here. That is our great commission. But 2019 has been a good year for us. Amen. 2019 was a good year. 2020, although it was different, it's also been a good year. Because you know what we noticed as a church? Many more people were seeking after God. The pandemic has forced people to come online and to talk to us and to give their hearts and change their lives because they were not sure about the future. They were not sure, do they have a legacy? And so many people, for us, a lot of people lost their jobs. A lot of businesses closed down. It's terrible what is happening, but I believe that it's going to change. But for us, it was a great time because when there is calamity, people run to the church. So I'm going to tell you what, uh, I'm going to preach a short message, and then I'm going to tell you what, you what it is to live a legacy life here today. Amen? You guys ready? So look what it says here in Psalm 65. The Bible says, You crown the year with a bountiful harvest. Even the hard pathways overflow with abundance. I love that. God has crowned us. Even in 2019, I don't know about you, but God has crowned us because so many people come looking for the Lord. So God has crowned the year with bountiful harvest. We have helped more people in this time than ever before. More people has had needs. We have helped them during this time. Come on, family. I don't know about you guys, but that's great to belong to a church where we are helping people. Amen? Come on, let me hear you. All right? So our year has been crowned with a bountiful harvest. Even the hard pathways 
<laughs> have abundance, overflow with abundance. Even when it's tough, when it's difficult, it overflows. In the hardness, in the tough times, we've been able to help you. And you guys that were here last week, you would remember, we helped a school for the mentally disabled. And we helped them so that they could just have a normal life. And by a small gift, because of your prayer, because of your giving, because of your serving, we were able to do that and improve their lives to the tune of 500,000 rand. Amen? Amen. Now, all of this information, come on, give the Lord a proper praise if you want to. Otherwise, don't. Okay? Amen. So now, some of you are saying, yes, I want to see the stats, Pastor Johnny. What did the church do to them with the money? No problem. Every year we have our annual AGM, and we disclose everything to you there. If you want to come, you can come and sit in and listen to what we're saying is how the church is spending the money. Amen? Well, here is the big thing. Here's the big question, or here's the big statement. We're all going to be done someday. What will your legacy be? One day, somebody, a pastor, will be talking about you. You'll be in a coffin. And what will your legacy be? Will people talk about you? Will God remember you? So I'm going to talk about four legacy things. And let me start off here, first of all, with Christian Family Church Johannesburg. So what is important here is to note that since 1979, we've had million members that have called Christian Family Church their home. Secondly, is that today, a church has 25,000 people that calls us home. 25,000 people that are involved in this. And that's why you can see, I mean, just having over 1,000 per service is not enough. We've got to make room. Hopefully, in the new year, things will change. Amen? Amen. So also uh, in average year, we have salvations of over 3,600 people. Also, we have first timers. So 10,000 new people gets added a year per annum to the church. That is your legacy. That's the legacy of the church because of what they have done. Amen. Then also we see here is that we have um, uh, Apostle Theo and Dr. Bev. They are the senior and founding pastors of this ministry and continue to be so and do so. And as they, they continue to preach, over for 41 years, they preach the word of God tirelessly. They influence. They get you to know God. They get you to find freedom, discover your purpose, and make a difference. How do I make a difference, Pastor Johnny? You do this right now listening to this message by understanding what is your legacy. What is your legacy what will people remember about you? What will God remember about you? This happens because you are involved in our legacy, in your legacy. So Christian Family Church, I believe, will be remembered that they are a, our legacy. They left a life-giving local church all across their region where people have found a relationship with God instead of a religion. How many of you can say amen to that? Amen. The second thing that I want to talk about here is the CFCI Bible College. And hey, if you have not yet decided to study, I think you need to do this. You need to get onto Bible College. You need to register. All you have to do for now is go onto the portal, go onto the website, and just register. They will call you in time to come in the new year. Then you make your payments and all those kind of things. Don't worry about it now. But just go on and register for now. Let me tell you what has Bible College done. 
Number one is that on average, we have 4,000 students per year that studies at this college and 80 other campuses close going on to 100 around the world. Family, I would like to think that we must be one of the largest sole Bible colleges in the world. I don't know if another college has got that many students as a pure Bible college. There are some universities that don't even have that many students. And so I want you to get excited about that. 4,000 students whose lives are being changed. The second thing is, is that we have bursary programs. And so this year you'll see in January, the campuses are busy finalizing all those things, that students that need bursaries, we, are, we will burst them either partially or in full or whatever it might be. But we have bursary programs because we want to see people reach their potential, especially if they've got a call of, life, of God on their life. And then thirdly is that we want to equip the raising up of Timothys. They've got to become Timothys. In other words, preach the word as you've heard it preached. Now, I hope that the legacy of Bible College, they will say one day, the legacy of this. This is the legacy of Apostle Theo. This is the legacy of the church. But the legacy of Bible College is they, they develop thousands of Christian leaders and place them around the world to fulfill the great commission and become Timothys. I hope that that's what they will say. Look what the Bible says here in Luke. It says, he told them, the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. We need more people to be trained in the word of God. Amen? The third thing that I would like to look at the legacy of what we do here at Christian Family Church is our welfare work. The first thing is, is the homes and the care centers that we support. There are certain homes that we care for and care centers that we care for. We care for them financially. We care for them by giving them uh, uh, donations or food or whatever the case may be. Some of the homes during the lockdown, we have, they have not received as much food and support as during this lockdown. And it's because you prayed, you served, and you gave. I thought I would invoke a, a little bit more of excitement there because of what you've done. Or maybe it's not you guys. Maybe it's the guys that would normally sit on that side there. I'm not sure. Is it you guys? Amen. Amen. And so the homes that we care for, family. You know what is our philosophy at Christian Family Church? This, this is the heart of Dr. Bev. We find those works that nobody else wants to support. And we go out and we help them. We don't want the ones that's got 20 or 30 benefactors. We want the ones that only have or have nobody to support them. Those are the ones that we would like to find. Amen? So we look at our home, homes and our care centers. The next one is here is the feeding schemes. We have feeding schemes going on all over to various homes, orphanages, the elderly, all over the place. We do that. The next one is food parcels. Like I've said, we've distributed more food parcels during the pandemic than ever before. Ten times more than normal. 10 times more than normal, if not more than that. People, they don't even know us. They phone us from Clark's door and we then ask them, come and we will give you food. You are amazing. It's because you prayed, because you served and because you gave that we can do this. And then we have programs like Serve Our City um, where we go out and we improve facilities in our community. 
So we look at what's happening in our community, and we this park here uh, behind us here in uh, Blue Pan, we've upgraded all the, uh, all, the, all the swings, all the pumps, and uh, the toilet facilities. We paint the whole area. You've done that because you prayed, because you served, and because you gave, we were able to do that. Amen? And lastly, we also care for the homeless. Second last. We care for the homeless. You will know every year there's three things that we do for the homeless all the time. We feed them on a constant basis. Every week we feed them. Secondly, we go out during the winter and we do a blanket drive. Some of you are so generous. You give almost all the money just for that project over that time. And we then we have a, we make available a blanket for them to protect them against the elements. And then in the summer months, as you know, and it's been raining lately, like you can't believe, we then kick them out with a raincoat. And on the back of it, it says there, we got you covered, Christian Family Church. Amen. And so the people stay dry during this rainy season. The last one is that we care for the elderly. Every year we have a Christmas party for our elderly and we celebrate them and, we, and we, we appreciate them. This year we couldn't do it because of COVID, so it was a little bit difficult. We did it actually in the beginning of the year. Maybe we knew something was going to happen, uh, I don't know, but we had an elderly there for, uh, and we appreciate the elderly in our church because they, are, they have the wisdom. They are the ones that's gone before. They are the ones that's laying down a legacy today. Amen for us. Thank you for those three people. That's wonderful. When we look at the welfare, will they say that our legacy is they serve the people of their cities and poverty levels declined, crime rates fell, the civitism lowered. In other words, those people going backwards and forwards into jail, that lowered. They're not going back to jail anymore. And the oppressed received hope and those who were touched by their love opened their hearts to God. I believe that that will be the legacy for which we will be remembered. We spend millions every year, family. You, because of your prayer, because of your serving, because of your giving, you spend millions through this church, millions to communities and people that are, that are in, in need. There are projects that, we, that goes all around the world. The fourth thing that I want to talk about is our missions work. And our missions work is so, so important. Look at this. I want you to know this. The church tithes. Do you know that your church tithes? The church tithes 12% of all its income and uses it for the missions, exclusively just for missions. And this is what they do. Is that close to 2,000 churches has been launched because of the people tithing in the church. Next one is that we have an annual conference it goes over a couple of days, and then we have a celebration as well. And in that time, we have annual conferences to all our sons to empower them and to enrich them with the word of God. Thirdly, is that we do training and development of the churches constantly. Bible colleges out there with them. We bring them here. We train them. We develop them, and we impart into their lives. Next point. We do Bible distribution. Do you know that you sow into the Bible Society of South Africa? Every year, Pastor Theo has asked us that we should continue to sow seed into the Bible Society of South Africa so that the word will never go silent, but the word will always be printed. Amen, family? And then lastly, what we do is, is that we, we support evangelists, missionaries, 
uh, around the world uh, as they bring the good news. Many of them are persecuted. Many of them have to walk for miles and miles and miles just to bring the word. But we support them in what it is that they are doing in that area. In the future, I am wondering what people will say is our legacy for our mission's work. I think they will say this. They invested in new churches and existing churches by providing support, guidance, and resources to pastors. And those life-giving local churches, in turn, reach the world. We spend millions in supporting and growing churches all around the world. So today, come on, yes, let's give the Lord a praise for that. Amen. Because of your giving, because of your serving, because of your prayer, we are able to do that as a church, as a body together. And so we join in a joint legacy. So purpose to give and make a difference and live a legacy life. You see, family, is that some of you might say, Pastor Johnny, what I can give doesn't mean a lot. It's just a little bit. Surely it cannot make a difference. I'm saying this to you. When all of us do a little, let's just do that little, together we can do a lot. Amen? Every little bit helps in what you do. Don't ever think, well, this is insignificant. It's not. A tithe is a tithe. Amen? Whether it's one rand or whether it's a hundred million rand, it's the same thing. A tithe is a tithe. So don't think of it as something little because together we can do a lot with that. So how do I, how do you live a legacy life? The first thing that I want to talk about is that legacy people have an eternal mindset. Legacy people have an eternal mindset. Next point, they see this life through the lens of eternity. Look what it says in John. It says, I tell you, open your eyes and look at the fields, family. They are ripe for the harvest. They are ripe for the harvest. In 2 Corinthians, it says this. So don't look at the things which you can see now. Don't think, look at the troubles for now. But I want you to look at the things that you cannot see. I want you to look at things that cannot be seen, things that are eternal, things that are forever. So the goal is this. The goal isn't to live on earth forever but to leave something that does. Number two, legacy people understand sacrifice. They choose to do less for themselves so that they can do more for others. Look what it says in Matthew 6. Do not store up for yourself things that are treasures on the earth, but store up for yourself treasures in heaven. Don't worry about things on the earth Worry about what God will remember about you. Look what it says here. Success is determined by what we're willing to give up. Next point, number three. Legacy people sense an urgency. Legacy people have that urgency. I've got to do more. There's things that I can do. My needs are perhaps supplied, but I can do more. Or I need to do this and I need to do that. There's an urgency in their heart. If you want to be a legacy person, you've got to be urgent. You've got to be urgent about what it is that you need to do. You never know if you'll be here tomorrow still to do it. Legacy people do this. They make the most of every day. 
Legacy people make the most of every day. In Ephesians, the Bible says this. So be very careful then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, making the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. Make the best so that you can have a legacy in this life. What would you do? Today I will live if this is the day that will be remembered. What will you do if this is the last day of your life? If, you, if this is your last meal you're going to eat, will you tip that server much better than what you used to? Will you, the car guard that's looking after your vehicle, will you instead of just one rand or two rand, and no, 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 no judgment here. But will you, will you reward him properly? Because this is your last day. If this is your last day, what will you be remembered for? If this is your last day to, 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 to change somebody's life, what will you do? What is your legacy? What is your legacy life? And at this time, I'm going to show you, because you've prayed, because you've served, and because you've given into this, I want to show you just a short little clip of the legacy in this ministry. Now, after that, family, please, nobody move around during this time. Everybody, don't move around. The service is not over. I will get you out on time, I promise. I promise you will be out on time. So watch this, the legacy of Christian Family Church. When people look at Christian Family Church, whether it's the original campus in Johannesburg, South Africa, or our campus in San Antonio, Texas, we are pretty confident that what they see is a great church. CFC is a church where you get to know God through our weekend services, like the thousands of people who have come to church for the first time and given their hearts to the Lord. A church where you find freedom, getting together in groups with other like-minded people who share the same passion. A church where you can discover purpose through our dynamic growth track course. And a church where you can make a difference by serving in our awesome dream team, making sure that everybody's church experience is always amazing. But what sets a truly remarkable church apart is most often found in the things people never really get to see. Amazing things like the way the church serves our city, truly making a difference in the lives of the beautiful people in our community. Supporting 20 homes, shelters, and care centers. Providing three meals per week for 1,950 people. 175,500 meals per month. Throwing annual Christmas parties for eight different children's homes. Financially supporting six schools. Our Cause Box initiative providing eight students with everything they need. Countless outreaches providing blankets and food to the homeless and elderly. Our prison ministry providing Bibles and T-shirts and supporting three SPCAs with food. What most people don't get to see is the way the church provides for those in rural areas throughout Africa. The care centers we support, providing food, clothing, and education to thousands of orphans day after day. rarely hear that we have started, funded, and supported fast approaching 2,000 Christian family churches around the globe. 
including the hundreds of churches established throughout Africa, making a difference in countries like Uganda, Malawi, Zambia, Zimbabwe, Kenya, Mozambique, Ethiopia, and Rwanda, just to name a few. Most people don't have the privilege of seeing the excitement and passion that our African brothers and sisters have for the Lord and the hunger they have for the teaching of the Word of God. Nobody gets to see the pastoral training, support and overseeing of churches throughout Cuba. see the passion we have for planting churches in places like India and the Philippines. The way we reach out to our brothers and sisters in Mexico and Colombia. And going as far as reaching the beautiful people of the Indian Ocean Islands. Most people don't know that we support a number of evangelists worldwide or that we are fast approaching the establishment of 100 Bible colleges around the globe, making sure that the Word of God is being taught accurately and clearly to thousands of students every year. Nobody really gets to see the sacrifices our pastors, Drs. Theo and Bev, have made throughout the years, how they have dedicated their lives, given all they have, and served selflessly in order to see the community equipped, uplifted, and growing from glory to glory. Yes, the best is yet to come. I'm confident of that. God is coming back for a glorious church. Yes, thank you, Lord. A glorious church, yes. a triumphant church, yes. a victorious church, yes. overcoming church. Yes. And for all the new people who are perhaps coming into the church for the for the first time, we welcome them as our yes. newfound family. They found their place, a place where they can grow, where they can serve, where they, their needs can be met. They can discover their purpose and they can find their next step. So I praise God. Yes, we're excited about the future. We're looking forward to the future. Yes. It was great excitement. At Christian Family Church, there is one thing you will always see, and that is God getting all the honor and praise for all that He has done throughout the last 41 years of ministry. We're eternally grateful for the beautiful CFC members who keep the dream alive year after year and so excited to see what God is going to do in the years to come. Praise the Lord, family. Isn't that a grazing, amazing? Come on, let's give the Lord a mighty shout of praise. It's all about you, Jesus. Praise God, praise God, praise God, praise God. That's amazing. I get so emotional when I watch that. I'm so proud, if I can use that term, of my church. So grateful what God has done. I ask that question again. Today, if this is your last day, how will it be remembered? How will your last day be remembered? You can live a legacy life. Legacy is covenant with God. That's what legacy is. How will you remember by people? How will you be remembered by God? So the first thing is that covenant is provision. That says in Malachi 3 verse 10, bring the whole tithe so that there may be food in my house. I want you to know there is food in the house of God. There is not physical food, that too, but there's spiritual food. If you need something because you are in covenant with God, you can come and you can receive it. 
Secondly, covenant is promise. The Bible says here in Malachi, test me in this. God promises that if you test him, I will pour out a blessing for you. So much that you cannot contain it. I've been a tither for 21 years. Three months after we got born again and saved, the Lord spoke to both Pastor Simone and I. And we've been giving ever since. And there's been times in our lives where it's been dry, man. Nothing. Taking Coke bottles to go and buy bread and milk. I know you don't do that anymore nowadays. But we had to turn in four or five rand so that we could just buy bread and milk. But God is a God of promise. He never let us down. Never let us down. Even in the difficult times, I promise I will take care of you. And thirdly is that covenant is protection. He protects you because you're in covenant, because you're living a legacy life family, is that God is in, is in, in protection with you and he protects you from the pests and the, uh, that will take away your job or maybe cause a, 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 a decrease in your business or whatever. Because you're in covenant, legacy is covenant with God. Covenant is protection. Covenant is protection. And then lastly, number four, covenant is a relationship. In Malachi 3 verse 12, the Bible says, then all the nations will call you blessed. People will know you. And because of that, you have relationship, not just only with one another, but you have relationship with people, yes, but you have relationship with God. And because of that, people will call you blessed because you're in covenant. So this morning, I've made this special card for you guys. We as the ministry, I thought it well. And we're handing it out now. If you haven't got it, please raise your hand quickly. We'll, we'll get those to you. And this is not something you're going to hand in. This is yours. This is yours. You can put it in your Bible. Keep it as a spacer, place where you take notes or whatever the case may be to remember where you are. But this is your commitment between you and the Lord. So this morning, I want to talk to you about legacy. Look what it says here. I commit to continue to support the vision of the house, to perpetuate the legacy and my covenant relationship with the Lord. You can only be remembered by God if you are in relationship with Him. And family, I know that you are a generous congregation. You're already giving. But today I'm going to ask you, commit or recommit if you haven't given, say, Pastor Johnny, I've never done this before, and I'm not sure, you know, what the Lord says about this. Move upon your own heart. Don't let anybody, don't let me force you to give. You decide in your heart what you will give. But I'm saying today, I don't want, I'm asking you, will you recommit? Will you recommit your covenant relationship with God? And then I'm going to ask you to sign it there for yourself, the date and the place where this took place. So it's me. Today, the 5th of December, Yed Park Haven at Christian Family Church. And I'm going to keep this in my Bible. It will be a reminder for me for the years to come. How to live a legacy life is to be in covenant with God. Is that good family? Amen. Is that good family? Amen. Praise the Lord. So as you, as you now look at this and as you purpose, and as you prepare to give today, we're going to sanctify this in a song right now. I'm going to ask us just now, just now, we're going to stand as we receive the offering. But I'm going to ask you then to stand and we're going to worship God. And you're going to make your commitment to the Lord so that you can live a legacy life. Amen. So as you prepare to give now this, this morning, remember there are various ways that you can give. And all the ways are on the back. 
Um, you can look at it. It's in the bios, in the links right now. If you're watching online on Facebook, on YouTube, and even on our watch button uh, of our CFC app, you can, you can find it all there. All the information is there. And uh, uh, Zappa, website, yeah, all of that is there. There's a card machine even available at the reception. Amen, family? Are you guys ready that everybody receive it? Now, as you give this morning, also, I want you to know, as we stand and we worship, you can then bring your offering to the pastor that will be on the corners. If you don't feel comfortable with that, you can do it as you leave. Every one of the three entrances have a special box there, and you can just drop it in at that place there. But I'm going to ask, won't we stand? Come, let's stand, family. Let's stand. You know, I know of how God, God has been good to me. I know how good God has been to me. In my times, when it's been tough, God always came through for me. How about you? How many of you can testify to that? I'm committing, I'm recommitting, and I'm committing for 2021 and 22 and forever. I'm going to commit to support the vision of the house, to build a legacy life, to help do these things that we do here at Christian Family Church. Amen. Are you ready? You can put it down for a moment. And I'm going to ask us to worship the Lord. Pastors, you may go ahead now and position yourself when you're ready. So band, come. Let's sing. Let's worship the Lord as we bring before him our commitment in Jesus' name. Thank you for joining us during this episode of Living Life with Dr. Theo and Bev Volmerantz. We hope that through this inspired teaching, you had an encounter with God. If you enjoy the teaching ministry of Apostle Theo and Dr. Bev Volmerantz and would like to enjoy more resources, we hope you will visit our website at www.christianfamilychurch.co.za or for our American listeners, www.christianfamilychurchsa.com.